I'm ready for the pod. You ready? Let's do it, man. Salud. Salud. Let's go, Cesar. Did you like the beers I got this time? Yeah, shoulder to cry on, folks. Not a sponsor of the podcast. West Coast IPA by Oakland United. I love me a good Oakland brewery. They're good. Ghost Town's out there. Fieldwork is out there. Really solid breweries. Check them out. If you're in the area, I would recommend going to Fieldworks. It's really, I think it's in Alameda, but it's like by the pretty close to the water, so you get a nice, beautiful skyline view of SF. Like it's nice. Damn. I have to check it out. But yeah, I saw these and I, you know, me llamó la atención this, this logo or this design. Yeah. I was like, bro, let me try them out. I feel like uh, last time I went in there at Bet- Bedmo, mm-hmm. they didn't have these Oakland United Beer Works. No, yeah, these are so nice. Now they in have the fridge too, and they're cold. Yeah. They're nice. This Bedmo has limited stuff in the fridge. Yeah. And they have a yeah. shit ton not in the fridge, which is not very convenient for us. But I digress, folks. Welcome back to episode 66 of Goal Sided. I am Omar here with their co-host, Cesar. How you feeling, Cesar? Feeling great, man. Hell yeah. You're getting ready for the Quakes game. Yeah, big shout out. Big First thing we'll call out today, We right after this, that's why I got the Quakes jersey, two, two birds, one stone. Uh, we're going to the Quakes game right after this, the Cali Clasico on a Wednesday. B-L-A. Yeah, I don't know what saying, but... Uh, shout out to the homies from the band Tsunami. Did you see their collab with Earthquakes on oh, Instagram? Serio, Local hardcore sick. band here from San Jose. Let's go. You already know we about that hardcore life. And uh, they're selling merch. So hopefully we get out there and we uh, we can cop a little bit. I'm going to buy one of the sweaters. Okay. I'm going to buy yeah. one. I'll check them out and see. It's about to be lit. It says beat LA with like a, a hardcore fool like fucking punching and shit. Like the mosh pit? Yeah. It looks vibes. fucking sick. You'll see when we get there. Hopefully they don't run out. Uh, Yeah, but in other news, folks, um, before I go over the agenda, I want to give a huge shout-out to all of our new listeners that we have. Uh, Over the past couple weeks, we've really hit a nice uptick of uh, listeners, followers. I think August was one of our best months. We had our best day overall. We almost hit 100 total plays on our podcast overall on on multiple episodes. Um. So, yeah, huge appreciation for you guys. I think that's crazy how much we've grown from last year, last summer, just being like, let's talk it up about soccer to now we're, like, working, but at the same time being like, yo, what should we do? Like, this week, how are we going to grow? Do we want a website? What can we do for merch? I don't know. Stuff like that, right? So Just throwing it out there, you know, and kind of planning. and Yeah, that's how this started, just throwing yeah. it out there. So, like, that's how our next ventures with this will be. So just know that we got a lot of stuff coming. Uh, and if you guys are new to this, please uh, subscribe to us on whatever platform you're on. We're almost at 100 subscribers on Apple and Spotify together. We're at 97 last time I checked, so right there. Uh, on YouTube, we're now putting our full video podcasts of this. Uh, so you can see us be awkward with our hand <laughs> gestures on there. It's going to be a third uh, one on there. So, yeah. Yeah, we're moving on there. And we have about 80-something subscribers on YouTube, mainly because of Cesar Shorts. Because we also post all of our TikToks on YouTube. And, and those have gotten us some subscribers. So, yeah, whatever medium you consume your podcast or your soccer info 
whatever you can find us and uh yeah subscribe and show some love yeah and also if you want to be a bit more intimate and join the basically the inner circle uh join the discord we're daily on there just chopping it up talking um seeing what fabrizio is is saying and kind of commenting on it so if you guys want to jump in there feel free feel welcome and you know we'll, we'll catch you guys there hopefully. yeah on discord we're almost at 200 i think we should hit 200 in the next couple of months uh, but yeah we're we're trying to build more than a podcast we're trying to build a, a football community as we started saying on our instagram so yeah get up on there uh chop it up with us and have a good time all right but Episode 66, we got a jam-packed agenda for you guys. As usual, a whole bunch of drama coming out of Spain. Why can't they just, like, chill out over there, los pinches cabrones? Don't you mean, like, Uh, why can't they just do what's right? Yeah, why can't they just not do shit you're not supposed to do? We'll go over the things that they did that if I did, I would get fired at my job. But they do, and they would like to keep their job. So we'll go over that. Uh, Mexico and the U.S. got their call-ups. We'll go over that a little bit, but... Uh, hopefully, depending with our schedules, we can get you guys some bonus content on those. Uh, we'll go around the leagues. The Premier League's in full bloom now. Uh, things are going. Carabao Cup. Tottenham's not winning it. We know that for sure. I'll just spoil it. Nobody will. You could have guessed that easily. Um, and yeah, we'll go over what we're excited about for the weekend. Let's get it, Cesar. Let's do it. Un trago así para la garganta un poco. salud. This is technically a pregame for the Quakes game, so I mean, it's like I get Charlie, no? Hasta la otra. Qué bueno. All right, in top news, folks, not the greatest of news. Um, I've been noticing the last couple episodes, there's been some bad stuff in our top news, and I, I need to lighten things up a bit, but maybe not with these first ones. But, uh, but in top news, we'll start off with. Jorge Vilda, the coach of the Spanish uh, national team, the women's national team, who uh, 15 of the women wrote a letter to the Federation asking for him to be sacked before the World Cup, and they did not care, has now been sacked. So I don't know if they were just kind of trying to write it out, like uh, Tata style, and see what see what happens, and then we all think that maybe they already had a plan to fire him. They just didn't have the balls to do it before. But now he is sacked, uh, rightfully so, in my opinion. Spanish team has plenty of more problems to deal with other than him now, uh, with which will lead into my second note. Luis Rubiales, uh, the head of the Federation de España, the football, has been asked to resign. There's been a letter sent in by over 50 total women's players from the Spanish national team. Um after kissing Jenny Ferrermoso uh, without consent, right? Uh, after they won the World Cup in the kind of the medal ceremony, uh, it went viral. And uh, he's been asked to resign by the players, by a bunch of people. He went up in front of a crowd at the Federation and he got a standing, ov- oh, he got a standing ovation after saying that he will not resign. Yeah, he was very adamant when he was saying that. It was disgusting to watch. It was gross. And it was, for me, it's because, like, he is talking, he was trying to make a separation between I did the best thing that's ever been done by this federation. Why would I resign? And it's like, nobody's, like, you won the World Cup, we get it. But, like, nobody's saying you didn't win the World Cup. You, like, we're just keeping that shit separate. Yeah. 
people are saying you kiss somebody without their consent, you should not be at your job. Yeah. I mean, you could have, like, if you're him, say, yo, guys, like, this is, I did this, these accomplishments, but that's tainted by what I did after, which was yeah, and kissing, I mean, and then now I'm going to step down. Like, your name is still going to be up there in the history books saying you brought success to the Federation and the yeah. women's side. Like, now accept what you did was wrong and just remove yourself. But what a lot of people in these type of situations, outside of soccer and just overall politics and things like that, what they do is they cannot admit and they cannot resign. They cannot resign because it is admitting that they did something wrong, right? So the he's taking the stance of I did nothing wrong or like I apologize for what I did, but it wasn't that bad, so I can stay. And then the moment that he accepts it is that bad and I'm leaving, it's admitting guilt. And I think it, it that's kind of their train of thought with these things. But there's not a single profession in the world where you can do that. You can kiss somebody like that without consent, them complain about it. A whole group, the whole damn department complains about it. And you're just like, I will not leave because I do not want to know you're, you're going to get fired. Yeah. Right. So you might as well take the gentleman's way out and just fucking, uh, I did something wrong, own up to it and just dip out. But it's not, it's definitely not what's happening here. And, uh, every, every, um, avenue of social media of news is saying it's, it's just an other, another example of machismo in that Spanish culture. Yeah. And not only, uh, news media outlets, Twitter, whatever you want to name it, but even players and coaches, both from the men's and women's side are coming out and saying like, if this was anybody else, it would have gone fired. They would have gone fired. Um, this just shows that the Spanish culture, the Spanish Federation has deep, deep problems that need to be addressed. Yeah. And this is, this is coming to light because of those problems. Yeah. It's, it's, it's a bummer. And you would think somebody would come in with a hammer to do something about it. And FIFA did not. FIFA has given them the cold shoulder. Basically he is suspended by FIFA while there is an investigation but it doesn't look like there is much being investigated here. It's low-key disappointing how much they're doing. Uh, it does sound like some folks outside of the world of soccer are pushing for more in Spain to for harsher punishments. Um, but, I mean, if Jorge Vilda got fired for doing what he did after winning the World Cup, there's no reason why this guy should be able to keep his job. Like, there are... The women on that team won that World Cup more than that coach did, more than the Federation did. Definitely. Right? So if 50 women are telling you they're not going to play, no, 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 no. You need to fix your shit, Spain, and and just get things right. Make things right. Yeah, and to add on to that, um, Luis Rubiales' mom is going on a hunger strike. Yeah. In a church. The latest of breaking news is that she is uh, saying that her little boy is a victim and is in some church on a hunger strike uh, until they acquit him of all charges, apparently. Which I, I don't know. I'm That, that lady's going to be really hungry for a while. <laughs> I don't know. It's just, it's it's a circus and it's unfortunate. and It's a shit show. Yeah, just... and uh, how about we just don't do inappropriate things 
and don't have to figure out whether that person wanted them or not. Yeah, let's just stay to that. So we don't have to comment on it, bro. Cause yeah, no, it's just, no, it's it's just too much. Don't be kissing teammates. Don't be kissing people at work. That is a workplace. Leave that shit at home. Yeah, mamones. <laughs> oh yeah. All right. To better news. Um, let's just jump to Bukayo Saka, my boy, named PFA Young Player of the Year. Let's go. Let's go. He beat out. None other than Erling Haaland, who a lot of people are upset that Haaland did not win it. What do you think, Cesar? Um, Did he deserve it? I think you can't really complain too much. I feel like Bukayo Saka last season was phenomenal for Arsenal. And if you were to told me, oh, he's going to win it at the end of the season, I would have been like, all right, like he deserves it. Mm -hmm. Just as much as Erling Haaland deserved it. I know he won... A three, the treble, right? But all there's just a difference in position. There's a difference in playing style and influence in their team. Holland's just scores. That's his job. Yeah. Saka creates, distributes. Just it's a different playing style. Um. So to me, him getting it deserved. Yeah, there's I no, totally no, agree. Not too many complaints there. I think you can pull Holland out and put another nine, and that it'll be another scoring machine. But I think Arsenal really, really needs Bukayo Saka. He's built himself in an amazing spot in that team to be their their head attacke, their everything, their their ups and their downs. If he does good, they do amazing. If he does bad, they do shit. Right? And um, I don't know. It's not really taking into account for the PFA, but Bukayo Saka was at the World Cup. Hey, Early Holland was not. Yeah, and. I think from the fans' perspective, también, there I saw a video that somebody was asking the fans, would you take selling Bukayo Saka but winning the league this year? Which one would you take? As an Arsenal fan? As an Arsenal fan. Oh, Jesus Christ. It's tough. Because you would, I mean, I want Arsenal to win. But Bukayo Saka is a, a wonder kid, right? Like... It, it, did the people answer mainly that they'd rather keep Bukayo? I'd rather win the league. No, a lot of people. Yeah, I would rather win the league, though. Said, no, he's our star boy. He's here for the long term. And they showed him this video right after he won the PFA. And he's like, yo, like, this means a lot to me. And he was like, damn, I'm, I'm an asshole. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck. No, but, but then, but the way that I gauge it is you ask the same question to to city fans and they'd be like no fuck get rid of holland bring us whoever we'll get another dude in there right like <laughs> yeah i feel like it's a lot less with holland that they'd yeah. be like they don't care they, they just get somebody else in there but just to roll down really quickly the pfa team of the year ramsdale keep yeah then yeah. we're wondering who's gonna start him or uh, uh, raya you got the answer right there yep. trip your outside back uh ruben diaz uh, from Man City in the back. John Stones, La Dupla. También. In the back from Manchester City. Saliba in the back. Who had a really solid, uh, solid year last year. In the middle, Odegaard, De Bruyne, Rodrigo. Yep. Really solid. Rodrigo. The best. That is probably the best mid you can make there. Up top, Bukayo Saka, Harry Kane, Erling Haaland. Yeah, I mean, there's no complaints anywhere. There's no complaints. You can add to it, but I don't think you can. You can definitely argue that these are 
the best of the best. That's a solid fucking team. Yeah. Does not look like my fantasy team. Definitely <laughs> not. <laughs> oh, man. All right. What else did I have? Oh, yeah. So today we got the call-ups. We got Mexico call-ups for uh, this next September window. We got U.S. men's national team call-ups. Uh, the Mexico ones was laughs because they tried to do a Loteria-style format to it. And what did people do? They did what they do in Mexico, which they made memes out of it. <laughs> <laughs> they added the old Memo Ochoa, the viejito guy. They added, uh, let me see what else did they add. They added Angel Malagón without hands. I'm dead. <laughs> they added uh, Chiquito Orozco as Groot Por ser tronco I'm assuming tronco. They added uh, In some positive ones They added a brick wall for Johan Vasquez I love that You Let's love to go. see that The They added Beckenbauer as Edson Alvarez Okay Sure I feel like this is an America fan Why though? Because Edson Alvarez is an, as Beckenbauer Like that's the uh, and, and they added uh, this dude with booty shorts as Alexis Vega. <laughs> I think that's why. Like, I don't know. I, I don't mean, know. what else would you add for Alexis Vega? He's been terrible. Nalgas de Oro, yeah. True. They added, uh, who is that Brad Pitt in Troy as uh-huh. uh, Cordova? They added uh, Handsome Squidward uh-huh. as Santiago Jimenez. They added the dude from Hey Arnold as Roberto Alvarado. <laughs> <laughs> I'm dead. Oh, my God. Yeah, those were the highlights. They added Megan Rapinoe as Jordi Cortizo. I'm dead. That's the That one takes it all. That's probably the funniest one. And then somebody further down the comments said, Le falta el gulit con el, el borracho. El borracho. <laughs> Damn. No, pero yeah. Great memes. This is what Mexicans do best. Yeah, so we'll we're hoping to do a bonus episode where we break down this call out, this call up, uh, because there's a lot of things to call out here. It's the first one, I think that Jimmy does by himself. The last one he kind of inherited uh, from the previous administration under, under Diego Coca. So we'll go through that. But Cesar, give me a couple call outs. What do you think? Other than Ache Ache, I feel like is my Ache Ache Alexis Vega. And I don't know. Diva, I, we were saying, no? Yeah, Sepulveda. Diva was a little funky. Sepulveda is on as a little funky. I wish they would have taken a younger keeper instead of Antonio Rodriguez, El Toño, um, just to give opportunity, just to give times to, to somebody like uh, the Querétaro goalkeeper. Fernando Tapia. Fernando Tapia. He would be a good addition just to get those experience, those Bro, minutes. If they would have brought him, that would have been three keepers that have had a run or are currently with America. America, yeah. She. Ilo Ochoa, like we've seen week in, week out with Salernitana, he's a brick wall. There's nobody that's going to take his place right yeah. now. Yeah. No, yeah. I, I think I have similar call outs. Tune in to our bonus episode when we release that. Um, but yeah, it would have been nice to have who will probably call out there. Um, Marcel Ruiz has been someone we've been screaming about here that needs to be there. He's not there. Fidel Ambriz was somebody that I think uh, Jimmy kind of promised us. That yeah. would be somewhere here. Uh, the reason being that they're not here is apparently they're on the U23 squad. So if you want to hear us rant about how they should not be in the U23 squad, they need to be on the main squad, listen to our bonus episode that should hopefully be coming out in the next week or two. 
it's looking pretty good. We'll see what a Jimmy-led full camp looks like from here on forward. Um, Cesar, let's look into the USMNT one, yeah? Uh, it. Cesar, tell me, do you got any call-outs from the U.S. roster that came out? Um, a couple of debut players, yep. a couple of uh, surprises. Who do you got? Bren- Benjamin Kromoski. Yeah. That's a big one. I think he killed it in the League's Cup. It's El Efecto Messi, es el efecto they said. Messi. He's still like 18. He's 18. Just completely skipped the U18s, U23s. Yeah, unlike the Mexico squad, but this guy is just balling out. And it's very well deserved. See somebody who's doing well. I know it's freaking... Um, the Who's the coach again? Greg Berhalter? Yeah, that dude... Pulls some shit out of and a hat sometimes. I mean, that's a great one. I mean, Christopher Lund, it's completely like, who is this guy? <laughs> I'm dead. <laughs> but uh, Danish, American, who yeah, plays I mean, in Italy. There's no shortage of dual nationals for the U.S. Everyone and they, and they mamas literally had their kids here and then moved somewhere. So that's where they're pulling all these kids out of, out of their hats, right? But we got our kid Cowell there. Yep. Um, Fuller and Balligan is coming back for another stint with the U.S. Um, Sergio Des, now that he's looking a little bit better, their uh, PSV is coming back. Pulisic is uh, usual Stealing. there, yeah. right? Um, yeah, this team's looking pretty solid. Yep. Uh, I think they're missing a couple players due to either injuries or like uncertainties at their club. But I mean, I don't. I think it's a lot to be excited about if you're a U.S. fan here. Definitely. Very young, though. Very I young. I don't think there's anybody over 30 other than Tim Ream. I did see their average age is about 23, and they have like eight players that are U23, which is crazy. Insane, man. And this is how you're going to build a good base for 2026. They're getting ready. That's what it is. But, yeah, hopefully we can get out some uh, episodes with a little bit more in-depth look at the players, folks. Keep an eye out. All right, let's take it around the leagues because we got to go to this damn Earthquakes game. I don't know. We're not missing that. Uh, around the leagues, folks. Uh, Premier League. Let's start it off with uh, the biggest surprise of the weekend. Chelsea winning a game. Jeez. Chelsea won 3-0 over Luton Town. Luton's struggling, man. So I don't hurting. know if we can call this like, oh, Chelsea are top 10 or top 8. No, we're not going to. No, but it does not they, change my they, rankings. They definitely got a win. They're back on track, it seems. Caicedo finally got some good playing minutes, and um, he was important for them a bit all. Luton Town is just struggling. They're hurting. And 3-0, yeah, even Raheem Sterling balled out against them. Finally, uh, Nicholas Jackson... Scored a goal for me in my fantasy, so let's go. Did you win? Um, I won my draft against pl- number one. Against, let's go. Uh, what's his name? Zuzio, the, Zuzio. the homeboy. Uh, and just barely, just because his team did shit his players. And then on my the budget one, I, I'm in two on the tectonic takes one. Yeah. And that one I stayed the same on my third. And then on the other one, I dropped to sixth. So I'm setting I'm ourselves up for a there, comeback. Bro. Let's Come go, on. baby. I, I, I don't know. I don't have much faith in my lineup. God damn it. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, Arsenal, our boys, they tied Fulham 2-2. Note here, what happened to them? A lot happened to them. Jesus Christ. Um, yeah, they're not doing good. 
they they dominated the game possession wise. They were like 70 30, if not more. Uh, but it, it's been this is a tale as old as time itself where Arsenal struggles to put it away. And I don't think they did themselves the biggest of favors by getting Kai Havertz, who's struggled all last season, right? I was very optimistic. I even added him on every damn fantasy team that I have. Damn. But he didn't. He hasn't done anything. And he came out as a sub in like the 50-something. That's how you know you're struggling. Dude, Arsenal. They also have him as like a mid. He needs to be the nine. Even if it's as a sub for Gabriel Jesus, who's now coming back, he came on as a sub. But yeah, it's uh, a bit disappointing how uh, lack of lethal uh, attacking Arsenal has been. It's also been pretty disappointing how that back line has not been as solid. As solid, but and it's also because of small little I don't know materialistic type things with Gabriel, rumors of him leaving to Saudi Arabia. And now he's not leaving. Is it now that he's just on Arteta's bad side? I don't know, but he needs to fucking get in there and figure out that back line because you can't have have Thomas Partey as your right back. No, you gotta yeah. figure it out, man. You're you're trying to be a top squad. Stop messing with these little formation things. Yeah, in my opinion, if they wouldn't have gotten that that PK, Arsenal would probably lost that game or just tied it barely. I mean, they tied, but they weren't. They were up. They. No, Fulham yeah. was up. No, 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 they were up 2-1. Oh, yeah, they and were up 2-1. But uh, Palinia right. scored at the very end. Yeah, but before that PK, it seemed like they weren't going to score the whole game. It's like it was so frustrating to watch. And that's a, that's what it's been, right? And you get this stroke of luck, but then you, at the back in a corner at the 90th minute, you just get caught sleeping. There goes your three points. I don't know, but they got a big test against Manchester United this weekend. Both of them struggling a little bit so we'll see who can pull through speaking of united they beat nottingham forest 3-2 after being down 2-0 i thought that was pretty impressive did nothing for me in fantasy because i have mwamba saka and i have uh onana so i got zero same but nice for them to come back and I, win it. I had bruno fernandez last week but i was like bro this is gonna do <laughs> shit bro so I take him out, uh, just get rid of him, rid of him, and then all of a sudden he does good. Yeah, an assist and a goal. Assist yeah. and a goal. It's like it's just Jesus. united, man. Yeah, I mean th- they're also just figuring out ways to kind of get a win or draw whatever they can. So that game, I think that game's gonna be really good against Arsenal this weekend. Yeah. Uh, West Ham, who's been high flying, they're in second place with seven Jeez. points. Jesus, they're they won three one over Brighton. Uh, Brighton's been, they're not super struggling. They they still got six points, but they're, I don't think they're the Brighton that we saw last year just yet. No. They're moving a lot of pieces around. Is Joao Pedro playing? Is he not playing? Who's their striker? Because Welbeck ain't doing it. No. I haven't been in my job. He's not doing shit. <laughs> uh, and, uh, but, but yeah, West, West Ham seemed to have done wonders with that money they, they got from... Uh, from Declan Rice, they got Edson, they got James Ward-Prowse, they got Kudos now from Ajax. Yeah, they're stacking up, and then I think they still even got a little bit of money left over. I think it was like three or five million left over. Um, and so far, Edson looked good when he came in. 
Well, he was he he started. It was his first game starting. Yeah, Edson did great this game. He even got praise from uh, Jared Bowen. Uh, Jared Bowen came out and said, "Oh, Edson even came out of the game with cramps from how much he like left it all in the field." Those are the type of players we want here. He's like, those are West Ham players, and I was like, "Hey, let's, let's go, Gene." So yeah, he's killing it there. Ward Prowse is scoring like every game. I don't know why I didn't pick him up in fantasy. Swear. Uh, but do you think it's sustainable? Do you think this West Ham team can actually break through? They were <sighs> they were mid to bottom last year. Swear. I would tell you, will they make top ten? Yeah, that's a good bet. I think with the three new additions that they got from that Declan Rice um, sell, I think they're easily top ten for me. Maybe scratching that sixth, seventh position. Yeah. In a in a in a perfect world, right? Top six would be well. top six would be over like really overperforming, over and but sure. it would be, but it's starting to seem more and more achievable with all the transfers that they got coming in. Um, and we still don't know what Kudu's was gonna do with them, you know? Exactly, so. he hasn't even debuted yet. Yeah, it's crazy how like this is textbook what you do with your money as a club. I swear, take uh-huh. hundred twenty mil, flip it for two amazing center mids. Beef up that middle, that vertebrae of your team. Get yourself a stud of a right wing. Figure it out. Like the coach, you got an amazing coach in there. The coach will figure it out. Like, and it's crazy. And They're making it work. Bowen, Antonio, Ariola. Ariola, this last game was stopping everything. Like, and then you have those players stepping up. Like, right now is your time. Right now is West Ham to go for it. Go for that top six. Go for the Europa League as well because they're in that. So if you're a West Ham fan, you're extremely excited right now. Yeah, I like that little kid video that I said. Come on, you are. Yeah, that's a great video. The yeah. best night of my life. I can't believe West Ham's won something. <laughs> something Tottenham can. Yeah, he's like, uh, we won more titles than Spurs, <laughs> which is true. Uh, Newcastle, uh, they lost your Newcastle. You're up the tune. Lost two to one to Liverpool, even though they were up a man. Yeah, was I, I have Van Dyke on my team. Hey. Did me dirty. Fuck. It was a red. It was red. It looked a little iffy. I saw somebody tweet about it, which is a good point. Uh, if you think there was no contact, it was not a foul. But if there was contact, it's a red. I yeah. think that's a good way to describe it. And I think he did hit him. Yeah. So, I mean, you mala. But, dude, I mean, even with that, for Liverpool to come back and win, that's pretty wild. That's wild. And these types of games for Liverpool is what lets you know the mentality of this team. In comparison to Newcastle, Newcastle, as soon as they got that red, the coaching staff was almost like bolstering or was almost like, like uh, in like their high horse thinking, yeah. oh, we got this. We, we're I, chilling. You know? And I feel like it went down to the players as well, and that's what you ended And that's up. not how they've been playing lately. No. They've been ga- pedal to the metal every game, every minute. And, yeah, it was just a bit weird to see. this. The DNA sound, seems to be there for Liverpool this season. But are they yeah. going to get rid of, of Salah? No. There's no way. Their window's closing, and the rumor is that the Saudi League is coming with $170 million Holy transfer <laughs> fee. 170, that, you gotta be kidding. And me, that bro. they're gonna be paying him more than any other player in the Saudi league. No way. Which that. is crazy. 
I thought Neymar was because I mean guy. he's also a local superstar. True, Egypt's right down the freaking canal, and uh, right up the canal. Yeah, right up the canal. <laughs> so like, I it's a it would be a superstar move. I think it'd be huge, but I have him in two of my fantasy leagues, so you better not fucking move. Uh, but yeah, it's gonna be interesting. The window is closing on them. I know the Liverpool ownership's probably like savoring drooling, but they're like we can't. But they're also drooling on the side. It's gonna be wild. Damn, it's gonna if, come down to the clock. Yeah, if they're offering me one seventy for my star player, I'd be like, yeah, you know what? They can also turn around. They can also decline it and get two hundred. I don't know. Maybe they'll get it soon. Uh, Manchester City beat Sheffield United two to one. Holland missed a PK. But then he scored. Uh, for the fantasy folks, that gives you negative two, so that kind of sucked. <laughs> uh, and then your boy Rodri yeah. always comes through. Rodri came through for City, and he came through for my draft. That's how <laughs> I was dead. able to win. This whole fucking episode is just going to be about our fucking <laughs> fantasy. God damn it. I'm dead. No, yeah. Um, but, but he be coming in clutch. He, he came is. in clutch for the Champions League this I th- past, I think, week one. He came in clutch for them. I think he uh, he took it a little bit personally that he's got to maybe do a little bit more in the mid with Gundogan out. And that fool's doing more attacking-wise. He did not have this much uh, like attacking regimen last year. So he's doing good. But just to go over top four, what we got in Prem at the moment, City, West Ham, Tottenham. Liverpool at the moment. Arsenal right outside. So really, really early, folks, but it's going to get good. Um, Staying in England, we had the Carabao Cup. Uh, A couple of just quick things to call out. Our Wrexham got eliminated this early. Uh, It's a bummer in penalties. Leeds got eliminated in penalties as well. Our local team here with the 49ers, they got eliminated by Salford, who uh, co-owner is Gary Neville. They had a, a couple of uh, ex-Manchester United goats in the stands that were hella fucking cheering them on. And then Tottenham got eliminated. Damn, what's new? Another trophy they won't get. Nothing's new there. No. We I would have put money on it. But what about my Ipswich town? Ipswich made, on, made it on through in Let's penalties. Go. Let's go. I'm going to buy a jersey soon. They don't look great. They don't. They have PEMDAs on them. They but. need to... The, the championship and below in English soccer, they need to take a page out of the Italian league's lower divisions. The Italian leagues, all of them got the freaking fanciest of the nicest of the silkiest of jerseys. Yeah, That's what you need in the lower division squads. I'm surprised Wrexham doesn't have some crazy some dope, stuff. Huh? Come on, Ryan Reynolds. All right, let's move on to Spain. Cesar. Barcelona, your Barcelona won 4-3 after uh, being down a little bit in the game. They got the youngster in there. Lamin Yamal. Lamin Yamal. Yeah, he got an assist on one of the goals. Yeah, that for, it was the first goal. Um, He had a banger of a cross, just 17 years old and knows how to, or 16 and knows how to cross it like a 30-year-old. It was insane. And then who was at the end of it? Yeah, Gavi. Um, yeah, Barcelona is doing what they can with what they got. Uh, Gavi got a goal. Ferran Torres is turning it around now. And Lewandowski got the last one, the game winner. He's also um, turning it around. He he came out today. He actually said um, that he's usually all alone up top. That he, he wants more players to come out and help him and attack. 
And I was like, damn, bro. Yeah, kind of like, blaming the fo- the other attacking players. And Xavi's game plan. Yeah, it's kind sense. of it's a little bit of a some shade. So yeah. he's not loving his situation right now. Ferran Torres is up there giving it his all. He's n- a lot of people have been asking to bench Lewandowski and to start Ferran Torres with all the efforts he's been doing lately. And I don't know, just giving... Um, this is what you do to your strikers, right? When some of them are getting either lazy or they're not performing as well, you bench them for a little bit, put the other one in, and then usually they come back in a little bit yeah, stronger. Turn up the heat to get the best out of them. Exactly. Uh, Real Madrid beat Celta de Vigo 1-0. Uh, Vinny came off with an injury, right? Yeah, he came out with the thigh injury. It looks like he's going to be out until late this late September. Mm-hmm. Um, so it just adds to, to the list of injuries that Real Madrid got. She's gnarly. And who's leading the league in scoring after scoring another one? Jude Bellingham. Jude Bellingham, a box-to-box midfielder. Yeah, number five. Literally, he's got jersey number five. I was wondering why he got it, but exactly. he's a center mid. No, yeah, he's he can killing. get it, but yeah, no, he's been killing it. Still does his celebration, and Rodrigo after Rodrigo missed a PK in that game as well. Yeah, hopefully, um, I don't know. They got to switch it up. Let Jude take everything. Those fucking tiro libres, penalties, everything. Now you gotta, you know, sometimes you just like your top goal scorers, not really your free kick taker, or not really your penalty kick taker, but you just give it to them because they're because he's hot. They're up for the goleador. You got to do that with Jude now. You got to treat him like he's the nine. Yeah. And Atletico Madrid scored seven. They dropped seven, a whole touchdown on Rayo Vallecano. And Rayo Vallecano wasn't doing so bad. Yeah, they're not They're not a bad squad, and they've been pretty solid the past couple of years. The interesting thing for me is only one player scored a brace. Oh, shit. So, se repartieron. Se las partieron si bien. Yes. <laughs> No, yeah, the only one that scored a brace was Alvaro Morata, who actually came on as a sub, which is interesting. Uh, let's move on to Germany, just super quick. Bayern won. What's new? Boring. Yeah, that league needs to get a little bit more exciting. But Harry Kane scored a brace. I think that's a little bit exciting. Yeah. He's having some success outside of Tottenham. That's what they bought him for, right? That's what they paid all that big money for. And did you see him eat some sausage with uh, Muller? I think it was. No, like at the game? No, after the game. Like after they had the like game. a little show and he was trying to German sausage for the first time. ¿Le gusta? No, pues ahí sí no sé. <laughs> si le gusta o no el sausage. Le gusta la salchicha. <laughs> pues quien sabe, no? Pues ahí él. They got a four-way tie with six points at the top. Uh, Union Berlin, Bayern Munich, uh, Leverkusen and Wolfsburg and Berlin scored, uh, f- dropped four, four, one over Darmstadt. Uh, so they need to keep it going. Both the, all these teams to make yeah. it a little interesting. Last season, junior Berlin were up first place for 12 matches. Like, so we hope, you know, they give it a little bit more fight because we're tired of Bayern. Yeah, dude, make it exciting. All the time, like, Dortmund already drew a game. They're at four points. Somebody's got to step up. But to be honest with you, the law of averages works, and a lot of these teams didn't spend anywhere near as much. So at the end of the season, you end up seeing exactly the fruit of that. All right, let's take it to Italy. Uh, Salernitana 
your boys. They drew 1-1 versus Udinense, and Ochoa had some amazing saves again. Yeah. There's saves where it bounced off of two heads, and then he and still... And then it hit the defender, and, it, and, and he got to it. Typical to Ochoa it. save. Typical. That is like that is like textbook Ochoa. Televisa snapshots because of his flying saves. For real. And uh, you know who's in Undinense? Dovan from oh, Tigres. Yeah, there's one highlight where he like broke away from the defender and got a shot on goal and Ochoa stopped it and it was him. And I was like I was like, what the fuck? And I like Am I seeing this right? I looked him up on my mom and I was like, Oh shit, it wasn't he had a pretty solid game. Damn. Wait, so who's the one in in Belgium with uh That's Jansen. Oh, he's sco- the other and one. he played today against uh against AEK Athens. We can drop that Friends of the podcast, AEK Athens, unfortunately, got eliminated from Champions League. In the in the first leg, Johnson from Monterrey scored a goal. Oh, and Tuvian is from Tigres. from Tigres yeah. and it. is now at Udinense. Hella random. Which is funny. He sucked in Tigres. Horrible in Tigres. And he's low-key balling out in La Serie A. And he's also suing Tigres. <laughs> yeah. Get your money, dog. Get that bag. Uh, in other news, Henoa beat Lazio. Second place Lazio from last season. 1-0. Johan Vasquez played the whole game. They always play him outside back, though. Ever since he left Pumas out there. Yeah, um, he started he as an out. outside back and then ended up being a, as a left center back. I um, mean, he, he was solid winning duels up in the air, winning 50-50 balls. Um, accurate. I think he had a passing percentage or accurate passing of like 80-something. Um, so he's balling out. It seems yeah. like this season they're going to stay up. He, yeah, he's looking good. And this that is uh, those three points are gold Yeah, against Lazio. Those are points that you would love to have. Other teams are going to drop those points. Those are gold. Um, AC Milan... Beat Torino 4-1 on more on the American side. Pulisic scored again. Again, and it was a nice play, too. He started it and then got a couple passes, and then the ball ended up being at his feet and just scored. The Serie A seems to be good for him. He up has the nine. space to play. He can do his movements that he's known for. He can do the one-twos with Giroud. He can do the one-twos with Leao. He seems to, he's got a little celebrations going with Leao. They're homies now. Jeez. It's like he's free now. Yeah, no, he he's free of the Chelsea curse. Yeah, that's he, what it looks uh, like. does not have to deal with them. So he, I don't know, he's happy, he's loving life. It's like whenever you drop your ex and then you become happy. Exactly, it's exactly that, Cesar. Andas bien, way, you okay? Ando bien entrado, yo. Tómala la cerveza, güey. Tómale, tómale más. I'm dead. Um. And and that's yeah that's all that I had in Italy in the Netherlands in our Santi Jimenez tracker we got uh, Feyenoord beat Almir City whoever the hell that is six to one and Santi Jimenez scored a brace one from PK and he got one in a play that was pretty good uh, but I I I'm really looking forward to see if he can keep this pace Swear. with uh, Feyenoord if he can finally get that top goal scorer now there in league. And then see what it can do uh, in Champions League. They're part of the the pot one. Pot one. That's going to yeah. be interesting. They're going to get a little bit of a nice favorable group, hopefully. 
or a tough group because pod two and pod threes tend to have strong group, strong teams as well. Yeah, but we, as a team, you would rather be pot one than anything else because pot pot one you are taking the spot of a tough team you would then play right. Yeah. So I, I'm excited for Feyenoord. Yeah, Let's excited go. too. Excited for uh, Santi Jimenez. I feel like if he keeps the pace. It, he might be gone in winter, but for sure he's going to be gone next summer. Yeah. Um, I hope he stays for the winter because it's kind of tough see, when you see transition. what he got in Champions League. Yeah. Give it a go. All right. Let's move on to Liga Mekis. Your America got a draw versus Leon. Chingama. La aplicaron la ley de los exes. That shit's a goal sided special. Let's go. It's like written in stone, man. Vinas. Scored a goal off of a, like a scrappy goal. It was, yeah, it was scrappy, and then he he scored and he went off. He's like he didn't celebrate. Know. He's like peace, respect, respect. Mi ex equipo que no me quisieron. But yeah, that's not bad. Um, Quinones scored on a PK. He's looking pretty good with America. No, he's not. This whole America team can be so much better. The team could be better, but he has a good amount of of uh, goal contributions for what they have. For what they're producing. Yeah, because they're struggling. No Henry Martin and all these things, right? Henry Martin is proving to be a big piece that they need. But Quinones is doing what he can. But I think if they get the full squad, Quinones will probably ball out. Yeah, it's just like, as an America fan, you feel like this team can be so much better. But you can't do more, but you should do more. Yeah, you totally Uh, should. So it is what it is. No, pues ahí que se queden los güeyes. Uh, Chivas, my Chivas Poderosas de Guadalajara, they lost Poderosas. versus Santos 2-1. Not Let, so Poderosas. Let's, let's redo that. Not so Poderosas <laughs> anymore. I'll just add that in there. Uh, Alexis Vega, mi nalgas de oro, got a red card for throwing the ball in frustration. Oh, my God. That show was, that show was frustrating to watch. Dog. He just, just came don't back. Don't do that. He just came back. I know, but and this is what he does. You understand why now? I'm so salty with Alexis Vega. Yeah. So I mean, I've understood it. I I live it with him there. I wish he scored more goals every game. But the Santos team is a good squad. They just have had some rough goes. They have baller players. Watch Bruneta from Santos. That fool's gonna be in America in two years, nah. and America is gonna pay 15 million for him. He's a baller. He is. But they have a good squad. Chivas just, they're figuring out ways to win, and they just didn't this game. Yeah, uh, that's exactly el, what el I thought. Este, el Oso Gonzalez did not have a great game there in the middle. I think maybe the other team was just too dynamic for him. They put in Alan Torres, and Alan Torres fucked up on both of the goals. Literally on the second one, he got caught sleeping, and they took the ball away and countered, and he didn't press. <sighs> yeah. The team needs a little bit of a wake-up call. I think Bonovich needs to get some some stuff going in them, some juices flowing to get them moving. Uh, but, yeah, no, it's it's something they need to work on. Luckily, there's, they have that pillow of how they started the season. I mean, you're in Liga Mekis. You have a pillow all season. That's true. Yeah, you can win three in a row and you'll make playoffs. But I feel like th- finally this I just win it by any means necessary. Stopped. Just I don't think it stopped. They just won last week. It's, it's getting tougher to do. Yes. And, but the Bounovich needs to figure out a way to get the best out of this team. 
And he's been able to get by without getting the best of a lot of the star players. And he now needs to figure it out because he's not just trying to make playoffs. They were semi, they were subcampeones last year. They need to win it. Yeah. So that's one thing he needs to figure out. That's the expectation now. Yeah. In other news, Pumas beat Tigres. And Pumas has the latest, greatest sensation of Mexico, El Chino Huerta, leading Liga Mekis in almost every major offensive category. It's like they leave Chivas and they become superstars. He was a baller at Mazatlán. He was. When he left Chivas on loan, came back to Chivas. He showed good things like a lot of players do in individual moments and stuff. But sometimes it just doesn't contribute to great play overall to winning games. Right. And I mean, the best to them, he left Chivas now permanently to Pumas and he's killing it. And he just got a call up. I don't know here. Should he get a call up? He got his call up and I hope he kills it. It He's only 22. Yeah, no, he totally deserves it, and I'm happy for him. He's killing it, and I hope he does it at La Selección as well. Mm-hmm. And But to me, it takes me back to, like, what the hell is going on with Chivas? What the hell is going on at Valle Verde? That these players just all of a sudden leave and explode. You I, s- you're seeing it at Juarez. Yeah. I think, I think there are certain players, uh, and I still have faith in those players from Juarez because Campillo is a baller, and he killed it at Tapatillo. Perez Boquet showed it at Chivas. I think he was just a little bit too young to get, like, the full confidence from coaches. But I think uh, certain players get more freedom, if anything. I know I joke around and I say, que pesa la camisa, but I think it does for Chivas and America. But at the end of the day, I think also they get more freedom with other teams to just be able to play the way that they play. They don't have to fit into a system to necessarily give the like expected results for a team like Chivas in America, they can just ball out and they know how to ball out. They do. And this will goes to a team like Pumas, which Pumas has high expectations, but not necessarily at the same level. No. And he can ball out and he has been. And I mean, if it means him never coming back to Chivas, I mean, dog, keep killing wherever you are. I'm sure Chivas will want him back. <laughs> They'll pay <laughs> five times what they fucking got rid of him for. I mean, just really quick, Guti. What the hell is going on with Guti? Guti it is not fitting the system. He's too he need, slow. He need, he's too slow for Liga Vecchies. I'm dead. He, I have a theory that players will play at the same level at certain teams if you're a certain type of player. He played very good, and that's how you can label him, very good at PSV. Comes back, plays very good at Chivas. But Chivas need him to ball out. They need him to dominate the league because you came back from, as a European star. You need to beat every, take every player off the ball, switch up the play to attacking, go up, score some bangers that the larga distancia like, like he used he to. Yeah. Yes, but he's not doing that, and I it's a transition period. But uh, I don't know. He needs to get to it. Uh, Cruz Azul finally win. First win since April. And there was a bunch of pendejos fighting outside of the Monterrey game. And Monterrey against Monterrey, too. All Monterrey fans. I think they were beating up paramedics from Cruz Azul, though. Jeez. One of the fools. Shit's fucking embarrassing, dog. Monterrey is supposed to be the more cultured and the more rich people and the El Gigante de Acero. It's so fucking multi-million fucking no. stadium. 
They need to fucking. Es lo que se creen compared to Tigres. They say the Tigres, they got the old gross stadium. And they're like, we got the techie nice uh, thing. No, you remember Chupete back in the Chupete days? They're violent. But that was in a volcan too. Sí, pero I mean. That's what I'm saying. Se creen muy muy because they got the new stadium. And they just, they got to, if they're going to act that way, you got to be civilized, dog. That shit, get that shit out of here. Super quick. Puebla, new coach. Always wins. You always get a W. And they beat Juarez, our relevation of the tournament. <laughs> and Puebla's been sucking. It's Liga MX, Juarez will come back. Bendita Liga MX. Uh, yeah, and now Puebla announced their new coach, Gerardo Espinosa, who left the fucking Mexican national team U23 spot. Ooh. That's so... F- he's a ball... He's a dope coach. He, so he, I know him because he's ex-Tapatio. Oh, uh, okay, okay, okay. Was the coach for the Selección U23s for the... Uh, I think for the Esperanza de Tolón or oh, whatever. Okay. And... Uh, but they have no major tournaments coming up because they didn't get Olympics. They didn't get the upcoming World Cup for U23s. So he's got nothing to do. So, so I've like, signed him. But people are really upset because they're like, dog, why would you leave a spot with the national team? What do you Puebla? mean? But I mean, I'm sure it's a lot more money. I and mean, you, e- you get a consistent paycheck versus the selection is probably not consistent. I mean, more than that, like, it's Liga, Liga. I mean, it's Primera División experience. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. So he probably wants like a, like an adult squad right yeah he's been with Tapatio which is next a step. B squad you get 23 under 23s now it's the natural next step to go and get full on squad true all right let's close it on up with the MLS with our Messi tracker Messi comes in 20 minutes and he scores this is a dope play what a filthy pass man so first how the fuck Jeez. did Jordi Alba get up there to like true Drop it down. Like, homie, you're like 32, 34. Yeah, calmate, yeah, no. No, wait, las caderas, no. <laughs> and then drops it straight to Messi. Messi gets a little break. The whole damn back line it's shifts just, with Messi's it's hips. They're just staring at him. <laughs> they're just staring at him too. But it was literally pass. like you're playing FIFA and you know that if you shift right, the whole back line shifts right with you. <laughs> and uh, the homeboy, Kremashi, Benja. He makes a good break, and Messi fucking puts it on a platter right to him. And then nobody runs with Messi, the greatest player of all time. Nobody runs with, nobody follows Messi. I'm just telling you guys, if any coaches ever listen to this, MLS coaches, I don't know, you should have one person designated as a scout, as a player that is always knowing where Messi is. And I'm sure they're already doing that. But nobody, four players, did not watch Messi walk in and get a tap in. That is embarrassing, dude. It's more than anything laughable at MLS. It's not like, yeah, Messi is a baller. That ball in was amazing. Amazing. But people are laughing at MLS defending. I mean, Four players did not even touch him. They literally, like, started to w- would turn the other way. Like, it's, oh, my God. It was. Like, just get in front of him. Like, something. Yeah. It was so sad. You Yeah, put a body on him. 
What's stopping you guys from the ley del barrio? Nada. Balón o jugador, nunca los dos. What's stopping you from just holding it? Literally, just hug him. You want to know? Take the yellow. <laughs> oh, my. Uh, yeah, but it you goes against our why, beliefs because we're also saying don't foul him outside of the box. You want to know why? Porque after the game, he, they can't ask for autograph. That's so embarrassing. Picture. He beat Cincinnati first place in the U.S. Open Cup. And what do they do right and after the And the superstar, the Brandon Vasquez, goes and asks for it. No, Right dude. after the game. Ten vergüenza. No tienen. All, everybody on every coverage, except for the American ones. But in the Spanish ones, they were like, everyone, Hugo Sanchez, where the fuck? You? Those fools are so prideful. But they were like, dude, ten vergüenza. Ask for it in the locker room or something. I know you're not going to get it because somebody else will do it. Pero tú ten vergüenza. Algo, tantita vergüenza. Once you get into the locker room, that's when you can say, hey, Messi, me, me regalas una foto, un autógrafo, lo que quieras. But you do it right in front of your fans after losing to the guy. At your home, yeah, do this. Like, chill, man. There's a time and a place. Please. Please. Your children are watching. Yeah. No, yeah, it's really sad. I, um, no, don't do that, man. It's fangirling. Is all it is. All right, Cesar, let's bring it on home. Let's do it, man. Give us something to watch this weekend. What are you excited about? I'm excited for Newcastle against Brighton. It's going to be a good game. Both teams just lost this past weekend, so they need to bounce back. And this is a perfect game to do it. Yeah. I got Arsenal versus Manchester United. Two really strong teams. Uh, they haven't been as convincing as we thought they would be at the beginning of this season. Hopefully somebody comes out on top and we can really see uh, who's doing better this season. Hopefully Arsenal. And then you also got El Clásico Joven this weekend. You got Cruz Azul against America. It's going to be a great game. Cruz Azul just came back from a win and America tied. They need to get back on track. They need to score these goals. We got Chivas versus Monterrey this week. Two strong teams also struggling there a little bit. Monterrey just lost against Cruz Azul. How sad was that? Uh, Chivas lost versus Santos, but somebody's got to get back on track. You also got LAFC against Inter Miami. I think it's a sold out stadium. I think the cheapest ticket was like 600 bucks in LA. You already know everybody's going to be there. So now I'm just wondering, is Vela going to run over to Messi and ask him for a picture? Hell no. That fool barely <laughs> likes soccer. He doesn't even know who Messi is. <laughs> that fool's like, yeah, late. I'm going to go watch the Clippers. <laughs> we got the Cascadia Cup. This is the real big MLS game. Seattle versus Portland. Portland just got a new coach. Goodbye, Giovanni Savarese. And it's going to be good. Um, I think uh, for people on the West Coast, they'll be really excited to see what happens in that game. And then in the Serie A of Brazil, you got Botafogo against Flamengo. Both historic teams with enormous fan bases. Um, so it's going to be a really good game to watch. Really fun game. Last game I wanted to call out, we got Feyenoord versus Utrecht. Santi Jimenez is on a good pace this season with his goal scoring. Uh, can he keep it up? That's going to be big. I think the next step in his career is to lead that league in goal scoring and see what he can do in Champions League. And then the last game I wanted to call out is Oakland Roots against Sacramento Republic. Northern California teams just going at it in the USL. And both are exciting teams to watch, so keep an eye out for them. Yeah, got to love the local games here in the USL. Yeah, whole bunch of stuff to watch this weekend. It's going to get good. Um, that's all that I had, Cesar. Bring us home. Thank you guys for tuning in, as always. Thank you guys for all of your new listeners. 
Um, follow us on our socials, join our Discord, and we're happy that you're here. Hopefully, you keep liking our content. Yeah, appreciate y'all. Peace, right, everyone. Peace.